Welcome to Cinema Bushido. This episode, we are talking about one of the best samurai films ever made, the 1965 Kihachi Akamoto-directed Sword of Doom, starring Tatsuya Nakadai and Toshiro Mifune. A story about a sociopathic samurai with badass skills and a particularly rockin' finishing move. And he happens to piss off a lot of people. With me, as always, is the Ryoni in my suke, Mr. Lee Van Cleef. How's it going, Lee? Hey, buddy. Every day's a holiday. How are you doing today? If every day's a holiday, I need you to give me holiday pay. Only when you work the streets. All right. We've got a special guest this evening, a particular badass himself, my former Aikido instructor and general lover of all things excellent, the Delta in Lee's Velta, Mr. Tony Dolan. How's it going, Tony? That means thank you for what we're about to do. Oh. I'm doing great, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Lee, you're awesome, man. You're hey, awesome. I just reflect all the beauty that you give me every day so copiously. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you got those web videos. <clears throat> so, Sword of Doom might be one of the most cinematically perfect Chanbara films of the 60s. The framing of the action makes this a step above a similar samurai revenge stories. Tony, what is your history with this film, and what did you think? The first time I actually saw this film, so as you mentioned, I, I used to teach Aikido in Denver, and damn, I miss those days. But we used to have, a, a for a short period of time, a Each Samurai Friday. Son, chi, chi, go, go. <laughs> boom. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh yeah, we so we had a uh, for a very short period of time like a Samurai Friday night, and uh, Sword of Doom was one of the ones that somebody brought in, and I just fell in love with it instantly, instantly. Um, that was kind of my my foray into the old black and white you know cinema that is Bushido, and this film is just it, it, it popped my cherry. Let's just put it that way. It was the first for me, and uh, you just you never forget that. You never forget that. Yeah. And one of the most classic scenes in it, I'm not going to like spoil anything because this could be, be any of our favorite scenes, but it uses uh, the training swords that we used in in our training in Aikido, and that was fucking... Two bad. different ones. Yeah. Two different ones. Yep, the, the Boken, which is wood, and then the uh, Shanai, which is the, the wrapped bamboo. Badass. All right, Leroy, uh, first viewing. I, I, he actually, I already know he texted me, like he texted me a boner, so let's hear it, Lee. Yeah. Yeah, man, I was like, at first I was like, it's dude looks like a lady! And I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And at first I was like, he's anti-Ichi. And then I realized, no, he's a sick puppy. This kid's a sick oh, puppy. He's a sick fucker. Damn he, sl- he slowly became my favorite alternate lifestyle pirate. <laughs> and then at, at midway through, we get my boy Toshiro mm-hmm. Mufune. Plus we had like Shokiki from uh, Seventh Samurai. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I love mm-hmm. you! Yes! And then we get the badassness that is Toshiro, and then we get that handsome kid that I'm just going to call him Matthew, you know? Yeah. And he's he's <laughs> like, my name's Matthew, and, and Toshiro Mifune's like, no, bro, you gotta, you gotta sword properly. And it was just, and then we get to the end, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. But I do know one thing. My buddy, dude looks like a lady, is going to fuck some people up. You could just feel it. You could mm-hmm. feel it in the air, and then it's just, it's just insanity. They should have called this Sword of Boners. Yes. It, yes. They, they never stop coming. I'm like, holy shit. Yes, yeah. uncut. I just, wish, I just wish they weren't all, you know, like three inches long, though. That's... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's cool. Um, I also, I saw this a long, long time ago. Um, I think I found it just because I was following Toshiro Mifune. Um, I think I've seen everything he's done at this point. And some are turds, and some are fucking gold like this. And 
yeah, a fucking amazing. Um, it's funny because the director, uh, Kihachi Akamoto, he also did one called Samurai Assassin that also has Mifune and has the same cinematographer, and it shares a lot of the similarities. Um, also, I want to throw out there that uh, Tetsuya Nakadai, you said it dude looks like a lady, but he was also the main character in um, Harakiri, which has a ton of similarities in this one in terms of like kind of the desperation of the freaky broken dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want a favorite scene, and we're going to start actually. So, because so, because our, he's our special guest, we're not going to steal his favorite scene by making oh. it our favorite scene. We're throwing it off to uh, what did you say his uh, his nickname is, Lee? Uh, Delta and my Svelta. Oh, Delta and my Svelta. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I like Alpha Delta. Alpha Delta, give it to us. Well, okay. So it, it's not what you think, right? Um. It's it's not that there was no blood, right? There there was no boobs. Sorry, Lee. Um, no. There was there, it, you know. But for me, it had to be. So so a little bit halfway through, um, we see our boy. Let me get my notes here. What's his name? Uh, uh, Hayoma, right? The the younger brother, and uh, he's training alone in the dojo, right? His uh, his master uh, master beat. <laughs> Takashi told him, "Hey, um, you're, you're going to study this. You're going to practice that ski until you can no longer do anything else." So he's standing there in the dojo alone. This ray of sunlight's coming through the wall, right? I love it. You see the dust most kind of wafting, floating around, and he's just ski, ski, just right into it, right into it. His feet's going. The camera zooms into his foot. It's slamming the ground. You see the sweat stains on the wood. I loved that part. Mm-hmm. There was there was no words. It was just. It just was what it was, and it, and it takes me back to to training, right? I, I used to do kind of the same thing with you know in the autumn, like leaves falling from a tree, but never sunlight. But that was that just that took me back. I I, I literally rewound it, watched it, rewound it, watched it, rewound it, watched it, and thought, yeah. Let me ask you: Do you feel like he was going to make it? Like, do you feel like his training was going to actually? No. Yeah. There's I didn't. something to it, right? Like, there's such desperation in it. That you know, you're like, ah, fuck, it's, poor guy. It, it was fear. It was, yeah, yeah. He's just, you know, he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm fucked. This is, this is my life. I mean, that is somebody who is dedicating something very specific, just a single strike, <laughs> that has his whole entire <laughs> life writing on it, right? No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't think he, he was gonna make it. No. Yeah. No. For no. sure. I love that everything that you mentioned comes back to like sentimental, you know. It, it, you're absolutely right. It, it's it's beautiful. Right. Yeah, I mean, Where that's I the best it? part of a movie, you know. It is. It's all about memories. It's kind of tie-ins, like you know, until they have smell of vision, right? We we gotta <laughs> we gotta go with we gotta go with sights and sounds and uh, you know just what we see in here. That's that's all we got. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Lee. It's follow-up it's question for you. Dude. Sure. Will VR porn? eliminate the movie industry and just make it all one genre dude i'm a beta tester for that Um, although i think when smell of vision lee will be like testing out all the different semen smells until he finds the one that he likes the best i'll be like like, oh yeah that's maple syrup that's maple syrup and i love the canadians that's canadian i'm gonna i love canucks eh? how dare you imply that i like canadians (laughs) (laughs) you're a fucking canuck eh (laughs) You're fucking from Regina. 
You know, I asked the I asked the question just recently to somebody else when I asked you once, Lee. I said, "How many fucking trees do you think the Canadians had to lick before they found maple syrup?" And somebody else <laughs> said, "They didn't. They just saw some animal licking a tree, and then they thought, oh, that seems fun.'" <laughs> <laughs> See, I like to think they figured it out because they were just too damn drunk. Yeah, they're drinking their beer out in the woods, daring each other. Hey, go. Go lick that pig. No, 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 no. Go lick that beaver. No, 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 no. Go lick that tree. It looks like that. Hey, tr- it looks like that tree's coming. Go lick it. That's <laughs> that's kind of good. In Colorado, we call that your edibles are too strong. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Leroy Brown. What is your favorite? Oh, scene? you already know. Oh, I don't know. I you mean, know. I have you I know. have three top scenes, and yeah. I actually yeah. I actually Tony's is way up there too. I mean, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. But I have I a lot, so I'm ready. Give it to me. Okay. So I don't remember baby mama name, so I'm going to call her Wilhelmina. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she's always touching everybody's Wilhelm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, like she's a bit like, it looks like your boy's going to throw the fight, but he's like, he mm. meets her and he's like, nah, girl. I mean, what would you give up? What would you give Wilhelmina? And then he meets her out in this dirty area with Shokichi. My boy, Shokichi. He's such a pervert. I love him. And he's all like smiling, and he's like, "Well, yeah, you can hang out over here if you want." And then, and then your boy dude looks like a lady shows up, and you know, you just already know. He's like, "Yep, you know what this is. You know what this is gonna. It's gonna. You know what? I'm, you're a lover. I don't have to love. Let's do this." Yeah. And then he takes her, and then they zoom out to like the water mill, and like I guess it's like a grinder for hay. The pump, and it's just like yeah, the pump <laughs> yeah. is going into the hole, and I was like, "Bang that like a screen door in a hurricane." That's my favorite scene. It was beautiful. The whole movie was beautiful, actually. The I have way to be very shot. honest. I was hoping that was your favorite scene, but I thought it might have been lost on you. Forgive me. Well, you're a stupid cunt. And I love <laughs> no, that. I, yeah. man, that was as close to nudity as we were going to get in that movie. I know. I know. And I scene. thought, and I thought, with the the pumping rhythm, rhythm and stuff, I'm like, this has got to be Whitley. But then again, there's just I don't know. Maybe I put too much of my stuff my stuff onto stuff and. I love the beautiful violence. So yeah, because he's yeah. always focused on that dude on dude action, you know. Yeah, right. And I'm always for the ladies. Every time a sword enters another dude, I'm just like, mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. it's so warm, it's so mm. warm. pated. <laughs> so anyway, that was a beautiful scene, and that was another like cinematically beautiful yes. thing. It was just so well done. You said it with some sort of mill. And it's just churning, and you know what's happening on the inside. And it, there's something really dirty about it. Yeah. yeah, it's like that girl who's totally naked, except she's got that ankle bracelet on. There's still one part of her you can't see. <laughs> I just I can't help but wonder. Just you know, d- did he at least change that? Hey, I mean, how how often does he bring some like you know maiden with black teeth and porcelain there's skin? There are definitely you know? cows that have eaten semen covered hay. Mm, yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. It's a time honored tradition, which, which then became your Kobe price, beef. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Not the Kobe Bryant beef. That's slightly no, different. no. That's that's different. This is uh, yeah, a little too dark. <laughs> but I'm bum bum. I meant the I meant the, the thought of it all. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was dark. Save. That was very, great save. Very. Dark. You didn't imply that that was chocolate hay. You just <laughs> chocolate rain. Okay, uh, my favorite scene that since you didn't steal it uh, is first off the other uh, awesome uh, bouquin scene, but that, I, just, I just stole it because it's mine. Um, anyway, my favorite scene is definitely when they, um, they cut down one of the guys, but they don't even cut him down. They just cut like the shit to make Mifune get out of his cool carriage. And oh, then okay. Mifune 
cuts down fucking everybody. But what I love about it is he is so fucking upright and badass. He's like, okay, yes. like first off, what's going on? Is is this a challenge? If so, tell me the time and the place, and I'll be there. If not, is this like some sort of retribution thing? If so, <laughs> name who you are and what you have against me. And they're all just fucking quiet. He's like, uh, come on, fuckers. Like, name your names and apologize. Nothing. Okay, fine. He kills every fucking buddy. And then he ends it in the best way possible. He, he holds down the last guy he thought was the leader. And this is a great scene. It's like cinematically done so well. It's sort of pulled back. So you're kind of looking down an alley and it's in the snow. And it's just beautiful. And Mifune is wearing, you know, his... Uh, his his badges just like he does in uh in yojimbo um and it's just it's really perfectly done that uh the snow is coming down and he slashes everybody down he gets the leader he holds him down and he's like like you made me kill these people like who are you and why and the guy's just like fucking kill me uh, and there's a great line that follows it all he says the sword is the soul study the soul to know the sword evil mind Evil sword. Evil sword. Yeah. yeah. Fucking awesome. One minute and eighteen seconds into the movie, or eight, one minute, one hour and eighteen minutes into the movie. Great scene. Best part about that is he cuts that one guy's hands off. That's the first time we get yes. like a a disembodied part of the limb, and, and it was like hands down, he's the best. That's when it comes that yep. <laughs> hands down, totally. But you know, when things <laughs> like that happen, like I really get like holy shit, this is like I'd love to see yeah. limbs come off. And a sword sitting by a dismembered hand. It's like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I'm here to chop you down. You know down. it's a good fight yeah. if you have to shower afterwards, right? Fuck yeah. I mean, and, and kudos to that scene, man. That that was my second favorite scene. And You just started a motherfucking Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, it was great, you know, from that quote to, you know, before. You kind of used to, uh, you know, dude looks like a lady. Kind of, you know, oh, he kind of looks down. He looks sad. His sword's dropped. It's bait, right? Come get me. But no, no, no. Mifune's like, fuck that. I'm, I'm walking down this alley. I'm cutting you guys down. Oh, and then Renosuke, was... right at the end, he, like, pops his sword a little like he's going to go for it. Mm-hmm. He goes, mm, better not. <laughs> it, you're right. And, that, and to me, that was a tipping point. Yeah. That his whole kind of demeanor, his attitude, everything from the rest of the movie changed at that point. That was like the first time I saw doubt yeah, in, his, he knew in he, his eyes. He wasn't that anymore. Like he thought, I got this. And then he watched him just take down fucking everybody. God, that was beautiful. Tony, yeah. you just gave me that like was, chills awesome. up my spine. No homo. Oh, beautiful. Okay, let's go for a second round. Tony, you're up. Round two, favorite scenes. So I remember, I remember back in the day, right, my first black eye in the dojo. And it, it, it reminded me of the very first kind of, you know, hey, we're going to put these two guys together. Whoever's the best in this little match is going to end up, you know, going off to greatness and teaching everybody, right? But um, th- that scene was pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, dude looks like a lady just slept with the guy's wife, right? <laughs> he just divorced her. They're both just, their brains aren't there, right? And I was like, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? But just the whole fight scene, them staring at each other, you know, this this is not a, you know, a, a spar. Yeah, this this is not a duel. You know, it just it was crazy. But just Yeah, what did they say exactly? Uh like this is This is like not a, a spar, this is a the duel. duel. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh and you could feel it, you could see it. But I just I remember 
it, you know what Lee you said it uh, before, but maybe most of my favorite scenes here are nostalgic for me. But you know, just that thought of being in their shoes. You know, is is my sword at the right angle? The, you know, I got to make sure that I'm exhaling when I strike, and you know, just all these things go through your mind, and you're focusing, and you're waiting for the other person to to flinch so you can react. And it's just ah, this like tension, the suspense. It's just I love that part. To uh, that was your heartstrings. My, yeah, that was my that yeah. was my. My third favorite scene, actually. My second favorite was the the snow scene, just like your first. Very but, nice. Let me uh, ask you something. How, how do you guys think that he found out that – because you said he divorced his wife, which I thought was awesome. He's like, listen, I wrote this on a piece of paper. You're fucked. But um, how, do, how do you I, think he found out? I don't know how he found out. Um, he, I think said, that, he said that he, he she was supposed to be a temple. And, you know, uh, it's just that simple. You know, these catty well, motherfuckers. You know, she wasn't Oh, there. that's right. No, yeah. this is how he did it. This no. is how he did it. Your boy, she, your boy Toshiki was looking out the hole in the mail, and he was like drawing she had pictures. Her followed, though, didn't you know? He? I thought he no, said that um, you were going out there, and uh, a, she no, told I'm him definitely to right. But Lee's, Lee's reimagining of yeah, like, I was like, yeah he, of Shinu, your boy Toshiki. He Toshiki, was like, yeah, like, Toshiki yeah. had all these like splinters in his penis from putting <laughs> his penis in a hole in the shed while he was watching. Just looking, oh, he's just like taking pictures, and then he spread it all around the town. I was like, I love you, Yohara Toshiro. That guy in 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 the Seven Samurai, he's like, yeah, we have to, yeah, we have to watch over this guy's wife. And then you know, when uh, when he when he wants to fuck her and it's cold outside, it kind of sucks because we have to stand outside and listen. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yes, I love that guy. When I saw that guy, I was like, yes, that movie was already ready for me. And then when I shot Toshiro Mofune, I was like, oh hell no, this is gonna be a great movie. Well, it's a, a for your, your second favorite scene, dude. Oh, okay. Well, my second favorite scene is not an action scene. Um, it's actually one hour and 20 minutes. And it, I had a flashback to Ghost Dog because our boy Toshiro tells Matthew, he's like, he's like Matthew, you got to be prepared to die. That way you'll give it your best. And in yes. Ghost Dog, yep. Ghost Dog says, the way of the samurai is found in death. Meditation on inevitable death should be performed daily. Yep. Every day when one's body and mind are at peace, one should meditate upon being ripped apart by arrows, rifles, spears, and swords, being carried away by surging waves, being thrown into the midst of a great fire, being struck by lightning, being shaken by death by a great earthquake, falling from thousand-foot cliffs, dying of disease, committing seppuku at the death of one's master. And every day, without fail, one should consider himself as dead. This is the substance of the way of the samurai. <laughs> Bam! Bam! God damn it, that's beautiful. Rock out with my Bushido out, bro. I was like, I, I had the flashback, and then I started like, oh man, I like, I, I, I did a lot of acid when I was a kid, and I was, I totally was there. Yeah, it was. Great. Yeah, I definitely when that happened. I mean, it's seriously like we joke about. Oh, my nipples get hard. When that, when those lines were delivered, I was like, yeah. oh fuck, this is the shit. Okay, Woo. I get there's the, nothing more final. I get nothing it. The final. final scene. Ooh. Okay, so I think it's a little contrived that he goes crazy. I mean, we know he's crazy, and all that happens. But there does finally come the longest sequence of murder, and it is it it actually matches up with Harakiri in a huge way because the same kind of thing happens. It's one guy, and he goes against a bunch, and it isn't just decisive like some things are. Like Zadoichi always is. Like, Zadoichi never gets hit. Like, he might get a small little nick, but he's always okay. Like, there's a point where Renosuke is just fucked. His blood is pouring from all sorts of places, and he's still slumped down, and he has enough power. It is that that 
Hagakura thing. There's another line from it, and you might look it up while I'm I'm pulling this up. But it's the that idea that even um, even in in like the most dire of circumstances, you should you should go with full force up until the end of your to the end of your days. And that's exactly what he's doing. Renasuke is just fucking killing everybody, and he he can barely stand anymore and he's push he's like using his sword as a cane and he's just slashing him down and slashing him down and this movie ends that he isn't even dead it just ends with his face in the in the camera he's like he's alive still ready Mid, to fucking swing murder yeah and the same thing happened yep. in hakakure yeah and and <laughs> i mean in uh, harakiri all the way up to the end same thing slash and slash and slash he gets up to the end well the funniest part about the end of harakiri is he actually had enough force in his body to take like their famous like like sacred armor and give it a throw across the room like fuck you guys you assholes before you know a similar thing but same character really in the end uh having a similar kind of breakdown so so do you think that that's just another trope of these old samurai movies does that like upset you I think no. I think the trope would or, be, or is that kind of the allure that they all do that? Yeah. See, normally, it's some. Well, think of like the end of Yojimbo, right? Dude looks like a lady comes out with the gun, and our man is ready with his uh, sashimi knife to stab him in the hand and make him drop <laughs> mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like there's there's always something, but in for the most part, it's it used to be maybe my favorite thing to have like the invincible warrior all the way to the end, like somebody who never gets hurt. Where I like this idea that it, he's an unstoppable force, even though he is getting hurt and he is going to die. We know it, but when is he going to die, and how many more lives is he going to take before the end comes? Best part about that is when um, that lady's uncle shows Matthew the gun, and Matthew's like, "Nah, bro, I ain't a pussy like that." Remember that scene? That girl's uncle is like, "Oh, don't worry." He's like, "I got a," and he shows a revolver. Oh, and dude, your that was boy the best. Matthew is yep. like, like I, I like, fight with honor. Don't look at me like, like that. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah. Because you know that what I hate. so Matthew. You know what I hate in a samurai movie? The quintessential bring, Matthew. Bringing a, bring a gun to a sword fight? Bringing a gun to a sword fight. Fuck that. Why do they call it gunpowder? They should call it lady powder. Lady powder. Yeah, there we go, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, you got it, buddy. Yeah. Cool. Pull the trigger, you smell roses. Mm. Yes. Mm. You can pull my trigger all night, baby, in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> great, great uh, second favorite scene, Matt. Great. great. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Thanks. But, you, in, you know, not to spoil it for you guys, because I'm sure you already know, but this was meant to be, you know, the first of many of these movies. Oh, um, wow. So I was like, okay, great. You know, after I saw this at the dojo, I'm like, I got to find out more about this movie because there's got to be a second one out there. You can't leave a movie like that. And it was like prom night. Yeah. I was just destroyed. I was like, this is not what I expected. And Sorry, maybe I shared too much there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just, it just ended. I'm like, what the? F-? You know, it's so funny not how happy. dense I am. When you said prom night, I thought you meant the movie. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like, huh, I was like, thinking, like, like huh? his Adam's apple was as big as his balls. <laughs> okay, I found the quote. I was doing that on the side. Uh, you, it's another perfect one from Ghost Dog. Even if one's head were to be suddenly cut off, he should be able to do one more action with certainty. With martial valor, if one becomes like a vengeful ghost and shows great determination, even though his head is cut off, he should not die. And that is exactly what we had there. He's, he's bled out, and he is still a vengeful ghost. That was a wonderful quote. I, I had to stand up. I yeah. was like, do I put my hand over my heart? Or do I... No, no. I'll just... 
Just kneel. Just kneel. Yeah. So everybody, everybody loves the fuck out of this I, movie. I would, but there's no room under my desk. Yeah. Come on, Mrs. Whitaker, move over. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> or as I like to call her, Bay. <laughs> Bay, Bay. Yeah. Final thoughts, Leroy Brown. I love this movie. Shame on you for making me wait this long. And we have the best guest, probably top top tier guest of all time already. This is great. Oh, man, I'm not even allowed to hit the top tier shelf at the liquor store. Man, wow. high accolades. You That's actually cool. did get to do the best fucking movie. I mean, you know my favorites, and there are tons of them within the realm of Cinema Bushido. But this is a really top tier movie. We've had top tier booze. And Lee, without me um, paying him or having uh, you blow him, is, is giving you accolades coming out your asshole. So I know. It's like sunshine. All right, Tony. Damn. Give it. Give us the goods. What you? Give us some final thoughts. Before final we get thoughts. To our top six challenge. Oh man, you know, cinema Bushido, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I love old black and white samurai films. This one is is easily one of my favorites. Hi. Um, ugh, hi. Love it. Love it. It is the shiznit. I I I actually watched it. Uh, what? Maybe. Uh, I got five ticks on my notepad here. Mm-hmm. I watched it five times this week alone. Just to prepare for this, and I, I uh, did not get tired of it. Beautiful, yeah. That's beautiful. That's what love is. It is love. Yeah? That's what it's, love is. I uh, want to know what love is. Sing it for me, ghost. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Yeah. Oh, I, Mariah Carey, eat your taint out. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, Share it. And you know, we didn't it. even talk about the scene. Uh, I just, we kind of did, but the scene where he fools. Uh, Mr. I divorced my wife because she had sex with you and now I'm getting revenge and the setup. But the the, the swiftness of the action and how the, the sad judge didn't even see it happen. And to, to the viewer, if you haven't seen this, spoilers! <laughs> I don't give a shit. Dumbledore dies! Dumbledore. No. It's actually, oh, I think, um, right, doesn't... Right. doesn't um, Different spoiler. Doesn't Snape throw him over the edge? I don't know. No, no he, he doesn't throw him over the edge until the, the fourth one, which is Harry Potter and the Half-Black Chick. Okay, I couldn't remember. Anyway, <laughs> there's a great... It, it's just so good, because they, they have got wooden swords, and this is supposed to just be like a exhibition kind of thing, like kind of show off your skills. And Ranasuke is such a clever fucking pervert. He, like, puts his sword all the way down, and he puts his eyes down. He's like, oh, I'm not even going to fight. I'm just a cute little guy. And then the dude comes at him with this illegal move, and he whaps him so hard on the fucking head he dies. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Love it. Yeah, um, there's some other stuff to this. If you get the Criterion release of this, you can listen to the commentary. Um, I listened to about half of it, and it it definitely is one of those things you just need. You want you'll 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 be one of those people that just needs to know everything about this movie. But just the beginning of it, which I went through, they talked about how this story has been done a number of times. This one happens to be the most popular version of it, and the version that we can get in the West. But and the newest, yeah, there are other versions of this. And they make it more clear. Like in the beginning when he kills the old man, you know, he goes to swipe at the dude that's the, the thief dude. Mm-hmm. Like that thief dude has like a much bigger like character arc in the other story. And that's why he was trying to get him like this. Uh, Rinosuke knew that he was like this thief and just kind of wanted to take him out because he's an asshole. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a really I, I don't think there's been another samurai movie that I know of that has such a, um, I guess, psychologically 
fucked up yet realized character as Renosuke? When I watched my, the, watched this movie sober, like within fifteen minutes, there came to me a point because you you have really changed my life, Matthew, in the way I see movies, especially like movies that try to mimic samurai movies, and uh, the fact that uh, that Star Wars is supposed to be based off of like seven samurai and all yeah. these different samurai movies and i'm like how do you go from these movies Hidden to Fortress. star wars right. yeah i just i just didn't understand it i just looked at it and i went holy shit this is way better if you're like 15 and you want to learn how to cuss and you're listening to the podcast <laughs> well, download these movies because you it's beautiful this is art man this is beautiful it is it is in the criterion convert uh criterion version is i I was like, Pristine. man, yeah. I remember watching this way back in the day, and it was like, you almost had to like shake your head just to kind of keep it still. It was just, <laughs> yeah. it was horrible. But oh man, they they do a great, great job there. Great job. All right. Well, you guys ready for your top six challenge? I'm always ready for your straight six, buddy. No homo. Oh straight yeah. Six. All right. So uh, who's going first? Feel Not like me. a lawyer. Me, me. I'll okay. Do it. Well, this is um, <laughs> what I chose to do are um. Movie swords. <laughs> and the first one, Fuck. the first one, <laughs> Lee might have gotten, um, and I don't know if you will, Tony. Uh, what is the name of Facile's oh, sword in Highlander? <gasps> oh, I know this one. I know. Ah, oh, man. Oh, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful Wait. katana. With what is it? I looks at it for handle. forty-five seconds. It's a I, sword. Sorry, you just stumped me. I, I can't phone a friend. The Salamanca broadsword! Yes! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Worth about oh, a million that bucks. That's one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> he's like, they bring him in to interrogate him, and they've already been a cunt to him, and he's been cunty back in an 80s way. And they're like, they show him this sword, and he's supposed to be an antique dealer. And, and they're like, we want you you want you to tell you what this is. And he looks at it. It's not 45 seconds. It's like 20 seconds. He's just staring at it intently. He hits up, he's like, it's a sword. <laughs> oh! Says, wise up, smartass. <laughs> no. Which sword was that? that was, you said that was a broadsword? It's called Salamanca. the Toledo Salamanca Broadside. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, I thought it was that katana that... No. That, that wasn't for uh, like a Like a white ivory handle yeah. with a... Okay. That's all right. Number two, this one's for you, Lee, and there's no way you're going to get it. Um, what sword did uh, Aragorn carry in Return of the King after uh, Spock, the elf, elvish guy, or whatever his name was, reforged oh, I know, it I know everything with the power of Greyskull? Everything about it except the name of the sword, because it's like, it's broken in pieces. Yeah. And the ancestor had used it to accidentally cut off the finger mm-hmm. of... Uh, dark lord which caused the ring to, to be dismembered and then he's like we're gonna reforge ah starts with an m i don't know uh and you know i'm what? gonna say you know what it is it, i know what it is okay mahogany, <laughs> mahogany. <laughs> no sorry wrong wood wrong wood. um no. uh I, sword I, I, I could it, it, it is called uh i guess it's just called the sword of uh Andor. No, it's yeah. got a name Andor. it's got- yeah. yeah, I had that down, but then it, the yeah. sentence I had after it because I cut and paste shit. You know, right? Anyway, back to you. In my head, I had I had the stinger. No, 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 that's the Hobbit one. Yeah. Then I had oh the Goblin Cleaver. Like no, no, that was Thorin's. But no, I, I, yeah, I'm glad you got that one, Lee. Oh, this one might be a Lee one too. We'll yeah. see. Um, but Tony, this one's going to you. Uh, what is the name of Conan the Barbarian sword? It had a name. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. <sighs> Man, see, I can't even. Get, okay, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. Um, 
You may as well. Uh, Skull Crusher. Oh, that's it really was good. legally provided steroids monitored by a doctor as they get Mr. Universe ten times in a row. It was called the Atlantean sword. Oh, because there's nothing like Atlantis, like the middle of Europe. Mm-hmm. Stupid guts. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm number four. To be dripping. Uh, number four is going. You better to... wear your wetsuit when I bring this out because it's the Atlantean sword, baby. Do you know what's going to happen here? I think this one is. Yeah. This one's going to Lee. Bring your and blow I think, dryer. I think you're going to get this one, Tony, but it's Lee's going to have the question. Okay, Lee, who made the sword that the bride wields in Kill Bill Volume One? Oh, I know this. I know. Jesus. Who's Jesus? <laughs> you have no idea, Lee. Yeah, I said I already told you it's Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus it was, is with him. It was Hattori Hanzo. It's a Hanzo. Hattori Hanzo. Hanzo. Oh. By, by, by the way, which was, the character was played by Sonny Chiba, which you'll know from the street. Oh fighters. yes, our man, yep. Sonny Chiba, okay. my favorite date rape of all time. Oh, he's the best. Okay, um, this one is off to you, Tony, and uh, this one <laughs> Lee might have gotten. What is the style of sword that William Wallace used in Braveheart? Oh yeah. Wasn't it a uh, uh, claymore? Yeah, that's correct. Ah, oh, damn it! Oof. Son of a bitch! Ah, hey, you know so my mom. So smart. Hey, He's you'd be nice to her. No, I'll never be nice to her. <laughs> All right, number like, six. There's a fire. Leroy Brown in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, Ziang Ziyi uses a sword that fucks up Michelle Yeoh's weapons one after another. What was that sword? Chinese called? broadsword. <laughs> <laughs> Worth about a million bucks. <laughs> yeah. What? Exactly. Hey, Garfield, you cruising for a piece of ass? No, just lasagna. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, why are you asking? Or something like that. No, remember, he's like, fag- you a faggot Nash? Faggot Nash? Yeah, you a faggot Nash? Why, Garfield, right. you cruising for a piece of ass? Yeah. Um, so, do you want to steal that one, Tony? Do you know? No, no, uh, no. It's I'm... called The Green Destiny. Oh yeah. I had a tiebreaker. Oh, I, don't, I don't smoke I pot, those. so you know. I had a tiebreaker I... that nobody could answer, even myself. What is Zadoichi's sword? The kind of sword he has actually called cane sword. <laughs> 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 He's a, a blind man one? with a cane sword, and he <laughs> yeah, wears boom. underwear. Boom! Boom! <laughs> America. It's called a uh, Shiko Mizue. A prepared, a prepared cane, a concealed sword disguised as a cane. Cane sword! Cane sword! Sword stick! I nailed it! Yes! It's a fucking sword stick! I don't know. Cane sword, I don't know. You just basically said cane sword ghost. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of did, man. You kind of did. Well, if you're you're taking... Too bad it was the tiebreaker! I was going to say, Tone Loke, if you're uh, taking his side, that means you guys are going to have to have... You have another tie. No, no, no. No, because it didn't matter. It was out of regulation. No, you lost, Lee. Like always. Can we arm wrestle? Damn it. Good. I'd like to go on record saying Lee has never, ever won a top six challenge. (laughs) Yeah, he has. He's tried so many times, but he's never won. It's so sad. He has a... He has a fan page, and he just doesn't even know it yet. I don't even yeah. I know. I, I, know I know the president of the Lee Van Cleef fan club. Is his, is his name Lady? He just goes is by that... STD. That's all I know. Oh, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that means. but Yeah, you know, I told him that chlamydia is not a flower, but he never listens. No, <laughs> he's, he sniffs that flower anyway. It's just yeah, he... so pretty. 
My favorite color of waffle is blue. <laughs> oh, I love them lemons. Let's have a party. You call them speed bumps. I call them syrup bridges. <laughs> if it's fillet, if it smells like I think fish, I just vomited in my mouth. It's delish. Ah, oh, very nice. Congratulations, yeah. Tony. You won Yay. the top six. Yeah, you can't see it, but I'm doing my happy dance. Yeah. Spartan, what is your profession? <laughs> ghost. That sounds like a sick dog. Roof! <laughs> I like, feel bad that it's mom who's like 45 years old and kind of rotund is holding it and it's all gray. No, what the... <laughs> A dying calf in a hailstorm. Sometimes <laughs> when they touch, <laughs> honesty's too much. I have to close my eyes. <laughs> you know, you know, he put on eyeshadow when he does that. You know yeah. that. Yeah. He tucks it with tape, but it's not very good, so you still see his balls. Sad. <laughs> you know, the other day I was looking down, and I'm like, why is one hanging like two inches lower than the other one? I used sellotape, as they call it in Europe. We call it scotch tape. Scotch <laughs> <Solid> tape. <laughs> I'm European, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah, he's like, raw is law. I've been snipped. Look, look at my balls, clearly. Yeah. What, what do oh. they call it in Canada? I don't know. They call it being a man. They, call it, they call it Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you, everybody, for listening in. If you enjoyed this wonderful podcast, go out to ScreenMayhem.com where you could actually hear some upper brow stuff from our homie Stephen Chow as he talks about uh, cool shit articles from Paul Salt from One Good Thing and uh, the Saturday morning malt liquor round table if you want to get really dirty that's you Lee and of course the clones cast Bruce exploitation at its finest we love you Michael stay cool that was it <laughs>